Hey guys, my name is Emma Mack, and you are listening to the Getting to Know God podcast. Most of you guys don't know me. I am 25 years old, and I live in Texas. I'm not a pastor. I'm not a speaker. This is just from my personal study and what I've learned. I just want to strengthen my relationship with God and lead others to do the same. So that's where I'm at, and hopefully you'll take this ride with me. Okay, guys, before you continue listening to this episode, please go and leave us a rating and a review. It really helps us gain visibility with those who are looking for Christian podcasts. This week, we're going to be reading through Revelation 4 through 7. While I was studying this section, I had so many questions. There are many ways to interpret Revelation, and no one agrees on which one is the right one. None of them can be proven to be 100% correct, although this makes it very confusing. It does help foster conversations about its true meaning which, in my opinion, encourages us to really analyze and think through what it could mean. As usual, I will be reading the NLT translation. So without further ado, let's start with Revelation 4. Then as I looked, I saw a door standing open in heaven, and the same verse I had heard before spoke to me like a trumpet blast. The voice said, Come up here, and I will show you what must happen after this. And instantly I was in the Spirit, and I saw a throne in heaven and someone sitting on it. The one sitting on the throne was as brilliant as gemstones, like jasper and carnelian, and the glow of an emerald circled his throne like a rainbow. Twenty-four thrones surrounded him, and twenty-four elders sat on them. They were all clothed in white and had gold crowns on their heads. From the throne came flashes of lightning and the rumble of thunder, and in front of the throne were seven torches with burning flames. This is the sevenfold Spirit of God. In front of the throne was a shiny sea of glass, sparkling like crystal. In the center and around the throne were four living beings, each covered with eyes, front and back. The first of these living beings was like a lion. The second was like an ox. The third had a human face, and the fourth was like an eagle in flight. Each of these living beings had six wings, and their wings were covered all over with eyes, inside and out. Day after day and night after night, they kept on saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God, the Almighty, the one who always was, who is, and who is still to come. Whenever the living beings gave glory and honor and thanks to the one sitting on the throne, the one who lives forever and ever, the twenty-four elders fall down and worship the one sitting on the throne, the one who lives forever and ever. And they lay their crowns before the throne and say, You are worthy, O Lord our God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and they exist because you created what you pleased. In the first paragraph of chapter 4, it talks about jasper, carnelian, and emerald. Jasper and carnelian are both commonly red, which represents energy, war, danger, strength, power, determination, and passion. Emeralds are green, which represent growth, harmony, freshness, and fertility. God was described as brilliant as jasper and carnelian, and he was surrounded by the glow of the emerald. In verses 7 and 8, I want you to pay attention to the incredibly detailed description of the four living beings. They were described as different animals, but they all had six wings, and they were covered with eyes. Next is Revelation 5. Then I saw a scroll in the right hand of the one who was sitting on the throne. There was writing on the inside and the outside of the scroll, and it was sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel who shouted with a loud voice, Who is worthy to break the seals on the scroll and open it? 
but no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll and read it. Then I began to weep bitterly because no one was found worthy to open the scroll and read it. But one of the 24 elders said to me, Stop weeping. Look, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the heir to David's throne, has won the victory. He is worthy to open the scroll and its seven seals. Then I saw a lamb that looked as if it had been slaughtered, but it was now standing between the throne and the four living beings and among the 24 elders. He had seven horns and seven eyes, which represent the sevenfold spirit of God that is sent out into every part of the earth. He stepped forward and took the scroll from the right hand of the one sitting on the throne. And when he took the scroll, the four living beings and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb. Each one had a harp and they held gold bowls filled with incense, which are the prayers of God's people. And they sang a new song with these words. You are worthy to take the scroll and break its seal and open it. For you were slaughtered and your blood has ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. And you have caused them to become a kingdom of priests for our God, and they will reign on the earth. Then I looked again and heard the voices of thousands and millions of angels around the throne and of the living beings and the elders, and they sang in a mighty chorus. Worthy is the Lamb who was slaughtered to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and in the sea, they sang, Blessing and honor and glory and power belong to the one sitting on the throne and to the Lamb forever and ever. And the four living beings said, Amen. And the twenty-four elders fell down and worshipped the Lamb. The word seven was said in Revelation about fifty-five times. Seven is thought to symbolize completeness. For example, in Genesis, God rested on the seventh day. During the creation, man was created on the sixth day. This is thought to mean that man falls just short of perfect or being complete. Looking back in chapter 4, verse 6, the living beings that we talked about earlier were described to have six wings. Therefore, they were not complete, if that is following the same symbolization. As we read through chapter 6, I want you to pay attention to the very descriptive imagery that is used in this chapter. As I watched, the lamb broke the first of the seven seals on the scroll. Then I heard one of the four living beings say with a voice like thunder, Come! I looked up and saw a white horse standing there. Its rider carried a bow and a crown was placed on its head. He rode out to win many battles and gain the victory. When the lamb broke the second seal, I heard the second living being say, Come! Then another horse appeared, a red one. Its rider was given a mighty sword and the authority to take peace from the earth, and there was war and slaughter everywhere. When the lamb broke the third seal, I heard the third living being say, Come! I looked up and saw a black horse, and its rider was holding a pair of scales in his hand. And I heard a voice from among the four living beings say, A loaf of wheat bread or three loaves of barley will cost a day's pay, and don't waste the olive oil and wine. When the lamb broke the fourth seal, I heard the fourth living being say, Come. I looked up and saw a horse whose color was pale green. Its rider was named Death, and his companion was the grave. These two were given authority over one-fourth of the earth to kill with the sword and famine and disease and wild animals. When the lamb broke the fifth seal, 
I saw under the altar the souls of all who had been martyred for the word of God and for being faithful in their testimony. They shouted to the Lord and said, O sovereign Lord, holy and true, how long before you judge the people who belong to this world and avenge our blood for what they have done to us? Then a white robe was given to each of them, and they were told to rest a little longer until the full number of their brothers and sisters, their fellow servants of Jesus who were to be martyred, had joined them. I watched as the lamb broke the sixth seal, and there was a great earthquake. The sun became as dark as black cloth, and the moon became as red as blood. Then the stars of the skies fell to the earth like green figs falling from a tree shaken by a strong wind. The sky was rolled up like a scroll, and all the mountains and the islands were moved from their places. Then everyone, the kings of the earth, the rulers, the generals, the wealthy, the powerful, and every slave and free person— all hid themselves in the caves and among the rocks of the mountains. And they cried to the mountains and the rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of the one who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of their wrath has come, and who is able to survive? So in my study Bible, it describes the breaking of the seals as the beginning of the first three judgments. Each of these judgments pictures the end times, And Jesus opens each seal as he sets in motion events that will bring about the end of human history. The scroll reveals humanity's depravity and portrays God's authority over the events of human history. Last is chapter 7. Then I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding back the four winds so they did not blow on the earth or the sea, or even any tree. And I saw another angel coming up from the east, carrying the seal of the living God. And he shouted to those four angels who had been given power to harm land and sea, Wait, don't harm the land or the sea or the trees until we have placed the seal of God on the foreheads of his servants. And I heard how many were marked with the seal of God. 144,000 were sealed from all the tribes of Israel. From Judah, 12,000. From Reuben, 12,000 from Gad, 12,000, from Asher, 12,000, from Naphtali, 12,000, from Manasseh, 12,000, from Simeon, 12,000, from Levi, 12,000, from Issachar, 12,000, from Zebulun, 12,000, from Joseph, 12,000, from Benjamin, 12,000. After I saw this, I saw a vast crowd, too great to count, from every nation and tribe and people and language, standing in front of the throne and before the Lamb. They were clothed in white robes and held palm branches in their hands, and they were shouting with a great roar, Salvation comes from our God who sits on the throne and from the Lamb. And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living beings, and they fell before the throne with their faces to the ground and worshipped God. They sang, Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and strength belong to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the 24 elders asked me, Who are these who are clothed in white? Where did they come from? And I said to him, Sir, you are the one who knows. Then he said to me, These are the ones who died in the great tribulation, and they have washed their robes in the blood of the Lamb and made them white. This is why they stand in front of God's throne and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will give them shelter. 
They will never again be hungry or thirsty, and they will never be scorched by the heat of the sun, for the Lamb on the throne will be their shepherd. He will lead them to springs of life-giving water, and God will wipe every tear from their eyes. In verses 5 through 8 are the tribes of Israel. I probably did not pronounce them all 100% correct. I apologize for that. But they are all descendants of Jacob, just like God promised in Genesis. In verse 13 begins one section of scripture that I believe fosters debates between theologists. An elder asks John if he knows who the group clothed in white is. Eventually, the elder tells John that they are the ones who died in the Great Tribulation. So as you know, I read out of the NLT. In other translation, the phrase they use instead is who came out of, which my Bible says is the original Greek. But the argument over this verse is whether or not the Christians will be removed pre-tribulation or post-tribulation. So that is it for this week. Next week, we will be reading through Revelation 8 through 11. And in a month or two, we'll start up a mini-series on Friday going through a book of the Bible. Don't forget that you can follow me on Instagram at Getting to Know God Podcast. I have linked that playlist below again. It's, it's under all of them, but I sometimes I forget to mention it. Don't forget to leave a review and rate us on Apple Podcasts. The more ratings and reviews that we get, the more people that will be able to find the podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you guys next week.